1: morning, welcome along to Tip Today, 1800 938 007. That's our free phone number, won't cost you to make a call. And uh, Leanne is looking after the programme today. Coming up on the show, we'll chat to Johnny Luby, as usual, on a Friday in just a few moments' time. Why is it getting harder and harder to get gluten-free food? And this follows on from some conversations we had on the programme yesterday. Are dog owners facing a ban on shock collars? And of course our Friday panel will Unpack the big topics of the week. So all of that and much, much more on the way. You can text and WhatsApp 083 311 331. You can email tiptoday at tipfm.com. And we're almost glad to hear from you. Let's have a quick look at what's making headlines today. And I suppose the big story right across the newspapers has to be Toy Show uh, The Musical. And uh, RTE's uh, second-in-command, Adrian Lynch, has questions to answer over the costly flop that was Toy Show. The musical politicians have warned and a scathing 68-page independent report into the project which lost 2.2 million of your money uh, found a required RTE board approval, but this was not sought or provided. So in other words, they squandered Uh, Over €2 million and uh, still they're looking for people to be up in court for not paying a TV licence. It's interesting, isn't it? That was according to the Irish Daily Mail. The Irish Indo telling us that criminals involved in a notorious prostitution ring are using a European privacy law to hide online articles about their crimes. Let's have a look at the Irish Examiner. And the main story there, one about uh, climate change and delayed action in reducing emissions will leave Ireland with an unrecognisable climate, with heat extremes, intense rain and floods becoming more severe and common, a landmark report has warned. Also, interesting story across the newspapers today. It's on the front of the Examiner that Ryanair's purchase of nearly all the houses in a housing estate in Swords in County Dublin for its staff has caused anger among would-be homeowners you can understand that too the Irish Times and uh, dominated by a remarkable photograph indeed of uh, uh, an ancient human remains that uh, are uh, over 2,000 years old and have been discovered in a bog in County Derry. but It's a remarkable photograph. Also, the Irish Times uh, uh, giving us that story today that the government is planning to suspend signing new contracts with hotels to accommodate people fleeing war in Ukraine. That's under proposals considered by senior ministers yesterday, but a revised accommodation strategy is being drawn up by the Department of Integration, including a plan to terminate contracts for unsuitable accommodation, and that's according to a briefing uh, paper for Cabinet there. That's a look at what's making headlines today. Do you want to make a comment on any of that? If so, again, 083 311 3311 Now, is the government determined to push ahead with a policy of open borders and and multiculturalism. Well, that's what one local election candidate from Waterford believes after he made a submission to the Joint Committee of Public Petitions calling for the government to close borders to refugees and asylum seekers and deport all illegal, unvetted and undocumented migrants. Here was the reply from the Department of Justice to that, which was read by the Petitions Committee Chair, Tipperary um, T.D. Martin-Brown.
2: Number 1 Ireland has and continues to benefit significantly from immigration. Immigrants have contributed to our economic expansion, filled criteria skill gaps and diversified and enhanced our culture which is becoming increasingly globalized as in the case in most developed nations around the world. Number 2 the government recognizes the value and importance of immigration and is committed to ensuring that Ireland is an attractive place to live, work and study. The Government is also committed to uphold the integrity of our immigration systems. These are the processes under which the people from outside the EU come to live in Ireland. Number three, Ireland is a signatory of the 1951 United Nations Refugee Convention and participates in relevant provisions of the Common European Asylum System, including 2004 Qualifications Directive, 2004 Common Procedures Directive, Dublin 3 Regulation, Eurodac Regulation and Reception Conditions Directive. EU Member States have a shared responsibility towards those seeking protection and work together to ensure protection applicants are examined robustly and fairly, and following uniform standards across the EU. Number four, the Migration and Asylum Pact is a set of regulations and policies that aim to create a fairer, efficient and more sustainable migration and asylum process for the European Union. The Pact is designed to manage and normalise migration for the long term, providing certainty, clarity and decent conditions for people arriving in the EU. It also seeks to establish a common approach to migration and asylum that is based on solidarity, responsibility and respect for human rights. It includes reform of the Common European Asylum System, and measures on legal migration, integration, combating migrant smuggling, returns policy and the external dimension of migration and cooperation in partnerships with third countries. The Department is actively examining all these EU asylum and migration pact proposals in order to identify how best Ireland might implement these measures should the Government decide to opt in. The Government will continue to build efficient and effective migration pathways for the essential workers Ireland needs to support its society and economy as well as maintaining robust border controls at our ports and airports to ensure those arriving are legally entitled to enter Ireland. The government also recognises the importance of supporting the maintenance, development and promotion of an inclusive, cohesive Ireland where the humanity and dignity of all persons is recognised. The recommendation is that the correspondence from the Department of Justice be forwarded to petitioner for comment within 14 days.
1: Now, I'd love to know what you you make of that. I've listened to to that. I won't subject you to listening through that a, a few times, but I did, and it could all be summed up in one word, No. Uh, because again, the um, the uh, subject of the petition there from that uh, Waterford local election candidate was close borders to refugees and asylum seekers and deport all illegal, unvetted and undocumented migrants. And basically, to sum up what Martin Brown read out there, was the word "no." I would imagine. Love to know what you, what do you think about that? Uh, it's Time for Johnny Luby. Good morning,
0: Johnny. Good morning, friend. How are you I'll today, Johnny? Left. Not too bad, friend, I told you guys. Not too yep. bad after that. A rough weekend, last weekend, weather-wise, it was unbelievable, but... Uh, Got better during the week, but like everything else, I suppose we're coming to the first spring. Is it next weekend?
1: Uh, Is it it next weekend? I'm always confused about the seasons. Yeah, it probably is. That's great. I
0: think myself, I think myself, there's only two seasons winter and summer. (laughs) (laughs) The winter in my book comes in in October, doesn't end until March. Yeah, I know. Then the summer comes in as well, but we long for the fine weather or the Uh, trip abroad or whatever the case may be. We do indeed, yeah, for
1: sure. Um, uh, Hearty Cup, I suppose. To begin with, Johnny.
0: That's right, Jeff. Because. Yeah. Brilliant for the county of Tipperary. There have two teams in the last four. Uh, absolutely magnificent. And heartiest congratulations to Nina CPS in getting to the Hearty Cup final. Uh, it's a wonderful occasion for the town. And I'd say, friend, that maybe Tip FM might take a trip up there really next week to meet the likes of Michael Cleary and all yeah. those uh, GA followers and sporting followers to what it means to the various clubs around as well to have two and three, maybe one player in cases uh, uh, on the Hearty Cup panel. It's Brilliant to get for them, you know, and one would like to commiserate really with uh, Tullus CBS. They put up a marvellous show against Art Skull Ridge, who possibly are the favourites to win it out. Mm. But uh, Tullus, uh, seemingly from what I'm reading on the Stale and the Nationalist and the local papers and listening to people that were there from even neutral uh Colleges uh, Cup that they play for, but certainly uh, the hearty Cup. If you play healthy Cup, you can always say you've played healthy Cup, whether you win or lose, it's immaterial. Mm.
1: Well, I, so I, it. I think it has its reputation because of you. Because,
0: oh, yeah. <laughs>
1: because <laughs> of one, your involvement. One,
0: yeah, I always, <laughs> I always say Take the healthy Cup because uh, I came out of the Leaving himself the first year with a couple of honours and uh, papers flying in all directions and absolutely delighted. Jobs here, there, in every place. And I said then, that made me captain uh, for the second year to go back and repeat the lead and stuff. And I think I must be the only one in Ireland who failed it on the second <laughs> occasion, or- <laughs> <laughs> so, Brian. Uh, oh,
1: I love it indeed. What yeah, about rugby, uh, Johnny? And I suppose Munster yeah, being beaten, uh, I suppose. is the Yeah, yeah.
0: As I suppose, Frank, just to finish on the holding Newport mm. uh, uh School. they won the Munster Colleges uh, post-primary uh, Munster ch- Championship and uh, well done to them and of course the high school in Clonmel. they're in the Munster Colleges B-final against uh, the Waterford opposition and it's wonderful for Tipperary and for Clonmel, especially, the high school and the surrounding areas there, whether they're from uh, Kilsealand or uh, Grange Moogler or Fedot or wherever they're going to sc- from the areas they're going into the high school it's brilliant to be in the Munster Colleges B-final and the very best of luck to them that's on uh, shortly as well so- so well done to all concerned down in that back of the woods. For sure. Yeah, uh, yeah friend, the rugby, I suppose, was disappointed last Friday, Saturday evening, uh, with Munster. You know that we had the upper hand, and uh, that and they were down to fourteen players. You know, and their out-half was absolutely brilliant on the day. He dictated everything from number ten to very famous Johnny Sexton. And it was disappointing for Munster that we weren't able to overcome it. And by amazing quirk of fate, we're actually into the last days in the Heineken Cup as we know mm. it. But but now we're down to play the same team again back in their venue. So it's going to be uh it's going to be a, a hard one to win. But look, they'll probably have you're going into a, a big Heineken Cup game, you were shot, you're shot your two all stars, what two buys from uh, South Africa who won uh, the World Cup in rugby. You hadn't them last weekend and you're also shot one or two others. Mm. And and uh, as a result of that then looked it's very hard. You need a full panel of players, you know, or extended panel, whilst they're good, they they when you've been on subs, they have to make an impression. Yeah. That's what it's all about, yeah. you know, but uh, Linster won easily. I'd say Linster are probably favourites to win out the Heineken Cup. Look, the best of luck to them. And, yeah, uh, in the local rugby scene, there was only matches on on Saturday. They were the three senior matches where Clannes uh, Nina and Cashel all had victories uh, Nina just got out under the wire before the final whistle and looked uh, they top of the league still Cashel are really back and at the heels they're absolutely flying uh, they had a couple of their players back from injury that made a huge uh, difference to them Mikey Wilson for example was back he hadn't played against Nina and Vincent O'Connor had said to me in Cashel that when one or two of our players come come back, he said, we will certainly he says uh, be there or thereabouts and how right he is at the moment, uh, mm. its all systems go. There were some but, cancellations uh, as
1: well of games, Johnny, because of the weather, I suppose. That's, that's yeah.
0: right, Jeff and Kilpekel and Tolus Clan William, all the junior games are called off, as indeed all the juvenile games. Yeah. The branch made the call on Saturday night with the extreme weather that we we're getting, that uh, uh, travel and all of that would be out of the question. So as a result of that then uh Kilfiegel vehicle of travelling down to a place called Sunday's Well in Cork they were a senior club a few years ago they're playing them tomorrow evening I think it's in a challenge cup or league they're one of those games anyway uh, and that so the rest of the clubs around the Galbally's and the Carrick and Shores and the Fedders and the whole lot they'll be all out in action uh, uh, this weekend and look the best of luck to them all and of course Fran, uh, St. Michael's and Clanmill uh, mm. Celtic uh, advance in the uh, in the FAI Junior Cup where Over maybe 900 teams start out. They're into the last, uh, I think it's the last eight. Uh, Peak Villa, I think the match was called off last weekend after 20 minutes, and I think they might have to travel away now because of the match being called off. And to be marvellous to have three Tipperary teams in heading yeah. for the quarterfinals. It be absolutely brilliant. And, of course, Tullus went ahead last uh, Sunday with their uh, racing programme. I was over there. It was a, a fantastic uh, uh, that they got through the card. And, of course, William Mullins dominated proceedings. So one of his good horse, Aloha, who would be favourite for the big race in Cheltenham. I see this morning on the papers he has been withdrawn due to injury. And he gave a spectacular performance on uh, Sunday last in, the, the, in Tullus. Well, was there a good so,
1: turnout there, Johnny?
0: There was a fine top now, yeah. considering the weather, friend. We got drenched to the backside, yeah, but look, yeah. we, we won a few quits, so. And I want to thank Mark and everybody who worked in Bilesport for uh, uh, looking after me as well. So, friend, everybody has to be thanked that look after ah, so, us. You know.
1: Don't I know? We, we have to mention Rachel Blackmore because making history yet again, you know, I mean, it's incredible.
0: That's right, Jeff it? French. Yeah, she won the Thiestis Chase in Gordon Park. Uh, The Melbourne Cup in Australia, they call it the race that stops a nation. Uh, In Gordon Park, in Kilkenny for the Thiestis Chase, they call it uh, the race that stops a county. There was a huge crowd down there I'd say, like I was talking to a few lads there uh, that... uh, stayed in Kilkenny last night, they normally stay and come back in in the morning. They said it was a wonderful atmosphere and it looked absolutely brilliant racing. You know, again, Willie Mullins dominated there most of it. But Brian Atchison, who owns the... Immigrant's Rest, just mm. at the other side of the town of Glenmilde, down near uh, the, the the river. Mm. Uh, the old
1: Brian bridge two, there, isn't it?
0: Yeah. yeah, The old bridge, that's yeah. exactly where it is. Brian had two good winners yesterday, so heartiest congratulations to him. He'll have maybe six or seven horses to run, please God, in Cheltenham, so the very best of luck to him and his uh, connections. Uh, they run under the pen name Rob or O-B-C-U-R, so the best of luck to him. Very, very, very good
1: indeed. You have some sympathies as well, some condolences. That's tonight, right,
0: Jeff. Yeah. Friend. Yes, certainly. Uh, I suppose mm. every week uh, uh, people depart and uh sincere sympathies this time around to the uh, Quirk family there in town in Clareham on the death of Lee Quirk. Mm. Uh, I met uh, his wife, Mary, yesterday and the girls and their son as well and uh, there was a huge crowd there on uh, Wednesday night uh, in McCarthy's in Feddard. I met Jasper, of course, he was asking for you. Um, Great old character, uh, isn't he? I uh, well, <laughs> He has me. I was held by fine. I think he's looking for you as well yes, to take your uh, to, to take your measure <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no fine yeah. I was out but friend there was a huge crowd there and uh, I'll always remember uh being there was, i would not Friday morning I, when I went to TFFM, I normally come back by clearhand and mm. I used to call into the quirks. Yes. they'd be related to my father in law John quirk a lot him as well, and uh, they always kept up the uh, Relationship and that. But uh, Liam had a wonderful hospital. I was set there a couple of years ago and he used to love the story of a house called Master Mundy himself and PF. And John Quirk was after selling cattle in up, And uh, of course, he came back. Uh, uh, home then and uh, he said that he would a tip for a horse in the Sweets Hotel it was known at the time in town, a horse called Master Monkey. So I had a tenner each way on him and he wins, this is 40 years ago, Frank, he wins at 25 to 1. It was some amount of money then <laughs> I genuinely thought all my birthdays came together. So I went into Dick Corkham in Tipperary Town with a lot of mercy on him, that's Noel was dad, he was yeah. doing sheepskin coats and I bought a sheepskin coat, 200 pound. <laughs> now I was on a high when everybody had notion I was going around with this sheepskin coat. I was like Delby in one of them episodes of Fools and Hosses. And yeah. absolutely delighted. One night, I went off Lampin' lamp and rabbits, and I had the sheepskin coat in the back of the seas to the chaos. And I put the lamping gear and the battery up on top of it. And going around something, I didn't even hear. The battery took a thump, and of course, the acid came out. Oh, God. And I never realized anything until... Uh, uh, maybe the, the month after I went to put on my sheepskin coat, I saw a hole in the back seat of the bloody cow and my, and my sheepskin coat, and I went to button it off, and it came away in three pairs. So, I won't forget Master Monday for many of those uh, wonderful reasons. A <laughs> lot of messing and front. And then, when I call in there at uh, the to Moklas Town, friend, yeah. lovely home with brown bread oh, and uh, a, a cup of tea and a good old chat for maybe 20 minutes and leg it back to Golden Den. But wonderful people and my sympathies and all our sympathies to the uh, Kirk family. Well, for sure, yeah. Uh,
1: why, why are you picking out uh, um, the Garza Hearn? Um
0: yeah, and to be fair to him, like he brought up about the uh, restaurant. He did indeed, uh, yes. uh, Which I had, which I had mentioned last weekend that over five hundred of them are about to close and ready to close, and some have closed.
1: But you look at temporary town with, uh,
0: yeah, all for the want of uh, even a small team like the veterans. Yeah, I mean, take it down right. I think I, if I heard Gareth right, he was saying like at we just say whatever it is, percent in 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 dublin uh, and that because they seem to have uh, all the, uh, the the visitors and uh, the houses are full stops full Full up signs and everything else. But when you have the restaurants with the likes of Tipperary Town, Cashel and Tullis and the whole lot, and like they're all finding the going tough. You know, I mean, yeah. as I said before, friend, if you have nine or ten work, you're looking at four or five thousand a week wages, and you have overheads staying of another three or four thousand and that, and it ain't easy uh, uh, for them to remain open. And look, it's like everything else. Bailey's in Cashel, there, and uh, uh, all the other lovely yeah. restaurants mm-hmm. in Cashel Mikey and, and Tipperary. Yeah. Mikey Ryan's. Yeah. love to see them remaining open. Shea Hands an all top yeah. class, you know. Yeah. But uh, you better mention look, Tommy uh, Grogan,
1: or you'll get no, you'll get no more ice cream.
0: <laughs> well, I'll tell you one thing: He's so many to sign up. Stevens if I don't mind. It's right in the middle of a frosty wood on The whole lot. Corns for sale, half price. Now, I wouldn't believe the half price. He would have, he would have corns, all right. Oh, I love but love uh, yeah, and we were in Boston uh, the other night as well. There was an episode of people asking for you. Was there? Uh, I, I, don't I I couldn't believe it. But then I was wondering, uh, well, I hope Garrett actually continues this fight and bring, brings it straight to yeah, the well, top. Yeah, well, he said he was going Europe
1: to bring it to Simon Colveney, the what, what is he, uh, Minister hey, for hey, Enterprise? Waste of <laughs> <the> time,
0: waste, <laughs> <the> time, waste <laughs> time, don't mind that talk. Just go straight to the very top and well, let's well, get it Well, he's a good here, relationship
1: then. with uh, Mr. Colveney, so
0: you never know, he might be able Mm. Yeah, uh, yeah, Simon Crow. I, I didn't actually meet him in Golden when he was canvassed there a few years ago. He was walking up one side of the street and I was going to go over. Mm. And uh, I think he played rugby against Kilfecal years ago. Was he was kind on of the kilty side and I, he might have got a bit of a hammer to go down the hill. <laughs> so it, 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 I had my Kilfecal jumper on me. But anyway, listen, listen, listen. Uh, we had, you had a great man on the, that's, that's Sunday morning whilst you were in bed, 7 o'clock to 8 o'clock, Father Joe Welsh. Ah, I'm sure, he's fantastic, isn't he? Himself and Father Coffee they keep the show going. Yeah. But i always remember Father Joe Welsh, uh, He was based above in Gorton Hall, Glen Gould, and Tipperary won the All-Ireland, the McCarthy Cup. Mm. And, uh, of course, he had it at second Mass. And he got the father and mother of a collection, <laughs> uh, money-wise, because every Tom, Dick, and Harry, and Mary, and Joanne, they all came to Mass, and, of course, they all put money... They, they ran out the basket was full so they sent the McCarthy cup around yeah. and they got that full to the gills with money so I was collecting it You see about half twelve because I was bringing it to the junction races to show the this McCarthy cup so I put it into the front seat of the car and put on the safety belt on it <laughs> for the crack. it's only a friend I'm coming through Cashel at about 100 miles an hour I pulled by the squad yeah, I let your man come back. I didn't get out of the car at all. I let the girl come back, and he said, Do you know what you're doing? I said, oh, Yeah, I said, Look, I said, I'm in a bit of a hurry with this team here. My God, he said, He looked, looked at his first date. I said, The McLeopty Cup. Can I take a photo of it? He said, <laughs> 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 so, but The McCarthy Cup got me out of a house. Oh, that very good. He said, belt away, said, but take your time. I said, right, because thanks very much. There. But, uh, <laughs> they were, and of course, friend, I have to say hello to a lovely girl called Kate who works in Glasheens in Holy Cross. they to be asking for you there uh, and all the people. Yeah. And uh, of course, we also have... Uh, this Tommy O'Kane, this fellow from uh, Levenbridge, he knows you well. He met your friend a good long time ago, and he, he, he has to meet you again. Yeah, I used I, to play
1: music there, but that's about forty years ago or more. Yeah, but I
0: think friend, this could. Did you play off in Liston Diamond? I there?
1: did. I used to play there sure a lot for years. Yeah. Hey.
0: Yeah, French was there in
1: Mitchell. Ah, uh, was it there? I'll tell you, no. No,
0: he did say... Well, what well, happens
1: he, in Lisztun Varna stays in Lisztun Varna. That's so.
0: exactly what Is that he it? said. <laughs> <laughs> he hit me like that. he said, we won't go into it. He said, but. I said, Frank, uh, also I want to uh, uh, say thanks to your own girl Emma. And yeah. wish her the very best of uh, luck, yeah. uh, and of course the best of luck to you, girl, Leanne, uh, uh, and that. Brandon, yeah. uh, I was in the Bridge House last night in Golden, and well, an I got a report. I place. got
1: a report of that from Jamie, and he said, "Why didn't you go in? Because he saw you peeking in the door at the social dancing." <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, Trent, what a what? place it is on a talking oh, night. Absolutely rocking it, though.
1: Should John, John uh, Joe is brilliant there. He, he's running I met
0: John Joe inside yeah. the door and I pulled in this other fella, Tommy Kane now. Nothing to Tommy O'Kane. Mm, yeah. Tommy Kane from Knockabella. He's a fine bloody singer as well. Uh, I brought Tommy in for a look and I said, i would be back in a second. And whatever look I gave, here's Tommy outside the floor and he waltzed away. So <laughs> the boys took a photo of it and we had uh, Tony Cooney and Christy Ryan and all them. They, they all say hello to you. And of course, uh, Noel Griffin. He's yes. from Anacarty. he been Jack. Ah,
1: uh, sure, I know. I know all the Griffin, Great family right. up there
0: from that. From oh, top the works, class. Eh? And he's a top-class man himself. He works at that lovely place in Cashel, the recycling centre. Mm. What a yeah. place that is in Cashel. It's unbelievable. And the service they give there is... I often wonder why would people out there uh, throw bags of stuff on the side of the road and the whole bloody lot when... You have a recycling centre in Cashel and just bring her in and she's easy enough to talk to the lets. There was yeah. no problem there with him. I think no one could be the head bottle washer there now. Well, if he's not, he seems to be the head <laughs> bottle washer. Who thinks he is the head you, bottle
1: you're washer? You're going to cause a now, so be, be careful. Listen, and would friend, you say a special hello for me to Nellie Kelly? Because I meet Nellie every time I play in Kill in County Waterford and she's a pure dote and she loves you and her friend Marie loves you as well and they want to be to say a special hello to you on their behalf this morning, Johnny. So, Nelly Nellie Kelly, Kelly. is a great name,
0: isn't yeah. it? And Nellie Kelly, by God it is. Yeah. Uh, Fran, I'm like your man at the pint of pint years ago and he shouted out, every man loves his wife and I love every man's wife. <laughs> he said, every time I get into the bed, she gets out. Roll up your hands. Remember him at the pint-a-pint in pint cash years ago? <laughs> I don't,
1: <laughs> but I heard about him, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. Fran, and of course, uh, yeah, there was uh, a young fella in there last night with his mammy, Connor Ryan, in the bridge house in Golden. Right. And uh, he was 18 and he was having his first pint, and uh-huh. the mother wanted him to witness it. So uh, she wanted to witness it, and then she wanted me to witness it. So anyway, he had his first pint last night at uh, eighteen years of age. Right, and did he like it? But Jesus, when I say, with the way he licked his lips, he certainly <laughs> did. I say he'll be back again. But uh, yes, yeah, Fran, uh, yeah. the amount of people them, that I met here and there, of course, uh, I'm just looking back there now, uh, that they thanked me there last weekend for mentioning Merton, Shelley, and Bell and, Gary, mm. and Fiona and Tig, Noel Merton, and the doggie, Kellyanne. They said even Kellyanne talked up when we mentioned his <laughs> name. But anyway, Frank, yeah. Yeah, next weekend, of course, we'll, we welcome everybody to uh, Powerstone Park in Clonmelis, the Greyhound Festival there, and also to track every night at Clanmel Greyhound Stadium is on tonight and will be on maybe most nights most nights of next week as well well. Uh, with the Greyhounds qualified for Powerstone so uh, Bilesport sponsored the Derby and the Hoffman Jockey Judy Oaks and that so they'll be they're expecting maybe I say 15,000 every day over the three days so it can be uh, a hive of activity. Anybody going to work early, go early, because the, the town will be uh, looking forward to all the visitors, especially the hotels and the restaurants and the pubs and everybody else, and hopefully everything goes OK for Town Park in starting next uh Saturday, because it's Saturday, Sunday, and, of course, the bank holiday, Monday, three-day meeting. So, I'll be reporting, friend, from there, and he need
1: Very good, indeed. So, if people want to meet you, that's where they should be, as well. Are you, are you concerned about patients on trolleys, as well? Were you listening to it? Yeah. It's
0: unbelievable. I mean, like, when I will say, uh, uh, we talked about open borders and closed borders and that. I wouldn't make any comments on them. I know nothing at all about it, but I do know one thing from this radio that we had 654 people on trolleys last Wednesday. Mm. To me, that is frightening. Yeah. To me, there's something wrong with the health system that uh, this is occurring. It's unbelievable. Mm. And uh, that and I don't mind, trying let us, let us take in as many people as we can in, the, in this country. But I would say take a break now it might be too late. We could have uh, uh, we could have a lot of people uh, with no facilities here to offer anyone, and uh, yeah. it's very very important. Well, every, that, every,
1: uh, every year we have the same the, the same conversation about the amount of people on trolleys. Uh, the, you know, it's uh, I don't know. Yeah,
0: but. Well, certainly, friend, not getting it under control, that's the, the thing about it. And the misfortune nurses and the people that work inside, the doctors and the attendants and the people that do the caretaking and all of that. Mm. Hey, I I was talking to a few nurses. They're up to the pin of their collar mm. to try and keep the, the, the shows on the they're, they're bloody well warding out. Mm-hmm. But anyway, friend, do yeah. uh, you have the, any count kind of an update on this community hotel in Ross
1: No. No, no further detail, as they say on it yet. Bye.
0: Yeah. I'd be surprised, I don't know, look, listen, I met Jackie Kell last Sunday at the races, but yeah. look, was not the time or place we spoke about the weather and the horses and all that, was not the time or place. I'd say he's up to his ears listening to people giving out and everything else, myself included. There's <laughs> no point in either. A
1: community hotel in Kilfeekill there would be... <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: well, it would be well, very Patrick useful. Patrick came in 4.32. Mother <laughs> of God, I bought my doors for the days. Anyway, <laughs> friend, all right, Johnny, well, look... Is that the returning from uh, Mass? So she is uh, so. Well, I hope she's not a prayer I'll, for us all. Fine. Yes, just fine. I just want to check this. So There's a letter actually, you know, that comes in and solves the problems. What's yes, the uh, yeah.
1: Phil. Phil Prendergast. Dear yeah.
0: Phil, well, of course, I was going to say, Dear Frankie, but this is <laughs> this, and it's on page whatever it of the, is of the Irish Examiner. Yes. Hello, it's Rosaline here in the place called Belly Desmond. She says, Well, fix the storms anyway. Didn't the wind knock over my recycling bin and scatter a batch of saucy letters from my ex-boyfriend? He's a guard in Bellybeck slash I knew nothing until a billboard appeared on the road outside of Glen. Visit Bally Desmond, the home of the busty whipper. That's what he used to call the infallion. Anyway, she went on then. She said, uh, uh, should I write, is there any point in, in giving him a call, or is it a case of you should never go back uh, Rosalie in, in Belly Desmond and your man, reply, or, what's it called, Audrey replies, she says, I never call my exes mainly because of Barry also, <laughs> <laughs> so there you God. Are. God <laughs> God and that's man. dear Audrey so uh, now between dear Audrey, dear, dear Frankie and dear Phil, <laughs> all the problems of the world are solved.
1: Somebody said uh, the same man at the Point to Point in Cashel, he used to shout, are you going home Georgie? <laughs> Does that, make, does that make any sense to you? No.
0: Anyway, uh, great to you talk know, to you, Johnny. I, I, hey, listen, mind you. Are you playing in Cashel shortly?
1: I'm playing in Cashel tonight, yeah. It's a special night there for my my late aunt, uh, Nellie Ryan, there who used to run the gig in the hall there. So they're having a kind of a, a night of appreciation tonight. So, yeah, we'll be there from nine o'clock. So you're welcome, Johnny
0: got good friend. Thanks very much. And I helped that last night in the bridge house. It's amazing what you here in the bridge. And <laughs> yeah. Shawnee is calling the Greyhound chasing friend. So <laughs> good luck, good luck, oh, Johnny. Good luck, good luck. Bye, bye, bye,
1: bye. The great Johnny Louie there. Fair play to Shawnee in the bridge house as well. And yeah, that night is happening for all the dancing fraternity out there tonight. at uh, Holland and Fela in Cashel. Uh, I think there's going to be nibbles and goodies and all sorts of shenanigans tonight. All right, we'll take a break. Back in just a moment.